at Pew Talk Podcast, we know that faith starts in the home. We also know that it can be difficult to take what we hear on Sunday and live it out in our homes the rest of the week. That's because information alone doesn't lead to growth and change. But information that's reflected on and put into practice is much more likely to lead to growth and change. Join us as we hear God's Word, reflect on it, and give practical starting points to help you live out your faith in your family and in your community. Practically the high, highest pitched <laughs> voice I've ever heard. No, Casey, how, speak to me, man. What's up? I hear you. Yay! <laughs> Turned oh. off the wrong one. And right. we cheer. Yay! Hi. Cheer, cheer. Hi. Well, now since we have the, Hello. we don't have the extra picture. Your cameras are mixing. Oh, that's well, that's half no of fun. Me and half of him. My shirt is very green on there. It's fun. Well, it's it is it, it is, is very ma- green. Isn't it is it? match. Close to uh, <laughs> that's true. Got to wear green. St. <laughs> Patty's. Day. How's everyone doing today? Ow! Ow! <laughs> Did you just hurt yourself? No, we were just. Uh, well, actually, is there yes. A workout yesterday. Look now. I was looking at uh, taxes all day. It hurts. Yeah. yeah, that would do it. Hey, uh, speaking of head hurting, how's uh, the pesto? <laughs> Apparently, I. <laughs> I like pesto. I made pesto chicken and vegetables for dinner, and Paul walked in the studio and he goes, What smells like Subway? <laughs> Apparently, it's me. <laughs> It is. I, I, I test. I checked it out. <laughs> it's my sweater, I guess. So that, that led to a conversation about young living de- deodorant. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which my wife likes the cinnamon. No, not the cinnamon. What's the other one? The I like the Valor one. The Valor. There's a meadow mist and a something. I think it's the mountain med- something. Mountain something. Yes. yes. Mm, mm-hmm. Yep. She gets all those things. I don't think they work. At least for men. <laughs> you haven't tried them. I, I like have not them tried them. Me, but she but put something on. Peppermint something. Is that mm. the mountain one? She said it makes her armpit tingle. Yeah. Mm. It's cooling sensation. Yeah. I don't remember which one it is mountain mint i think yes so yeah that with, the, mm. with the mm-hmm. mint? Yeah. so uh i don't think they work for men no we still stink you <laughs> <laughs> would just not like pesto you have to let your body detox before it'll work oh is that what it is oh okay uh-huh. well, let me from all the aluminum mm-hmm. that you're normally putting in your body with antiperspirant i could go on you know for i had a, while, a i had a best friend that had a dad who had no teeth and he couldn't say aluminum he would go of course we would be like what was that word again got aluminum foil Sure, we'll get mm. that. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Aluminum. Aluminum. <laughs> and this is relevant because Jesus was in the wilderness and probably needed deodorant. Or at least aluminum. Very stinky. No, no. Yeah, aluminum. Is aluminum too. Does aluminum not make you stink? It it stops you from sweating, apparently. I don't know. That's what's in the antiperspirant. Yeah. Oh, really? I think. But it messes with all of your body. Well, you the detox. Right? Yep. Because you're basically getting metal poisoning mm-hmm. from a little boil. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that. Not foil, but the aluminum. Yep. <laughs> but in the process of detoxing, you sweat more and you're stinkier. It's really pleasant. Yes. <laughs> but you don't smell like pesto. <laughs> Maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe there's pesto-scented deodorant. I was going to say, how much of of your diet is pesto? I think you would find out if it translates. My my grandpa used to eat a lot. He loved garlic. So like, you'd eat it too hot, you'd get the garlic oil and everything. And afterwards, he would smell like, like his pores would just be oozing garlic for a couple days afterwards. So he's he's protected against vampires. Probably. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very well. That's what we were going for. (laughs) Yep. Anywho, <laughs> how's everyone doing? I'm great. How's God messing with you today? Oh, that's a great question. Um, for me, uh, He's making me think differently about ministry and looking forward. Um, mainly because um, I've what I've really felt like. I think I have a song for that. Hold on. Um, um, 
recently what I felt like is just the music at 1030 isn't cutting it. So oh, am I fired? Oh, no, no, no. Like you look too, too happy about that. that. Yeah. Oh, well, I told him when he, when he said three he, years, three years, but and that's Nick like Hope, right now. Well, no, that was that four that years. That would have been last year. That was how year. long oh, you were wow. going to lead. No, no, no. Until I he said, got, I, I figured I'd get fired within three years. Yeah. But then um, COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So I prolonged the year. Yeah. And you were able to make it. It will be four so years come Easter because that was the first, the first service they had officially. So it is because of COVID, we yep. extended the year. But yeah, yeah, there you go. Am I fired? <laughs> the time no. Has come. Um, no. So like, um, as the first few years that I was at Trinity, um, it was a lot of like, will we make it through the year in terms of finances? Like, will we be able to keep staff? What? And it was always kind of a negative, um, can we survive? Sort of thought. Um, and within the last year and a half, um, that has changed. Um, and so the conversations can change, and they can change to what's next rather than can we survive. Um, um, and so that's been really fun to have those conversations um, to start thinking about like the what's next rather than the how do we grow and yeah how do we grow do. how do we um, yeah so the, the, that's so how does that relate to the music not cutting it in? I was joking about oh. that I was just messing with you oh that's not good <laughs> darn it I still it was have... a long day looking at Jackson <laughs> um, so that's been like just having met conversations with different ministry leaders um, about about different ways of approaching things different ways of looking at things but also just into the future what are some dreams? What are some goals? Um, been a lot of fun to be able to have those conversations um, in that light rather than the, all right, what might we need to cut back on? I'd like that. But everybody has a different answer to that question. Yes, they do. Yeah. More youth ministry. <laughs> Just all the youth, all the ministry, all surprise the time. from Casey. Yeah, I'm biased. Yeah. That's okay. So, You're supposed so, to be. So God's messing with you by saying, hey, um, think of ministry differently yeah. because you, you can now think forward instead of backwards. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? I don't know if I was thinking backwards, but think, think forward with dreams rather than anxiety maybe okay and and what is your conclusion to that you don't have to talk about other people why about you what did you what is your hopes and dreams for the trinity you, is that public knowledge yet or are you holding that back um i'd like to talk with some other leaders first before, before i divulge yeah because <laughs> uh, i've got some ideas um but one of the things that at trinity that we're trying to do is have more intentional conversations about like about what it might look like moving forward about having different dreams those sorts of things um, and so having some kind of you know, um, different church-wide meetings that actually let us talk about, here's what we're thinking about, here's what we're considering. Um, and so some of those might come out in there. Um, but yeah, just they're just fun conversations. A lot of them, a lot of them big dreams, a lot of them little ideas, but nice. yeah. So I've had fun with that. Keep my opinion so. Okay. <laughs> I think we already know he wants to be fired. <laughs> we feel like you should focus more so on the music. What I'm, what I'm hearing is full-time worship leader that you're going to hire, so I don't have to do it. Oh, I thought you wanted that. No. Yeah, I thought that. Oh, Paul, he's in. They couldn't afford me. <laughs> but you wouldn't have to look at taxes all day. That's true. But then I would have a boss, and that's not. Yeah. <laughs> Your boss would be very demanding too. Yeah, no, they make I me. played the fifth. I, I thought you, I thought you were about to say I played the fiddle. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I think you know with my uh, my questioning I have for today's topic, fiddle will come up. Okay, uh, you down in Georgia. Yeah, me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't know why, but he will. Okay, um, how is your youth ministry going? It is going really well. Uh, I'm also in kind of the dreaming phase, also because uh, I talked to him. Yeah, but he also just started. Well, yeah. it was it was kind of funky. He's not cynical I, yet. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like me. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that, by the way, I'm joking everyone out there who doesn't know my personality. Yes. I am not really looking to get fired. I enjoy being the part-time, very part-time worship leader. Which And we enjoy you. So I'm just joking. Sometimes. In case everybody's going, what is he talking about? <laughs> 
Sorry, Casey. Go ahead. You're all good. No, but God's been kind of messing with me in that way in the last two or three weeks and really looking at what can the future look like because I really feel like I'm getting a rhythm for the younger ages in ministry and where, where Trinity is versus where where we could dream to go and empowering families to be the primary faith formers in their home, you know, to spread the gospel to the next generation. That stuff gets me incredibly excited in different ways we can do that. And I was, I've been looking at different different studies and curriculums all throughout the afternoon and was totally being a nerd about it. I probably annoyed my wife as, as she was trying to work on yearbook stuff. I'm like, look what I found. Look at what this does. This is amazing. She's like, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I, I, she has no room to talk. She does the same thing. Oh, I know. <laughs> but she's on a deadline. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. But she talks about uh, curriculums and school oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and look at all the stuff I can learn. The kids can learn if I do it this way. Oh, yeah. Does the same thing. So yep. she can't talk. That's a typical night in the Roberts household. One of us is nerding <laughs> sounds, out. Sounds like <laughs> yeah. We were meant for each other. I will say that that's also my household, except I'm the one that was always nerding out because my wife's not a nerd. That's hey, Anthony, too. What? I don't ever nerd out on anything. <laughs> Good at listening to pesto. <laughs> Eating pesto. My wife I got to. Pesto. I mean, I'm just a nerd in general, and my wife totally heard me nerd out for like 20 minutes about the first Iron Man movie over the weekend. And just the first the, one? Yeah. I saw I, Batman. The Batman? Yeah. I'm going to nerd out. I have many thoughts. Just the wrong podcast to bring Yeah. That's your next 30. <laughs> I, I still think that we could have a, a, a time that we can look at these movies and, and see how the uh, Christ message mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the gospel is, is because it's so embedded in mm-hmm. our culture that you can find these things even though they try to hide them. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, so looping this back around, going back to youth ministry, one of our recent events was both for the high school and the junior high, we had movie nights. And I had a selected list of making you know movies they could pick from, but it was a big list, so I didn't know what they would choose. And after we after we watched one, we actually went through of where can you see the Christian story in this? And you know, I said I didn't trick you, I didn't lead you in a way of what movie we were, we were going to talk about. I didn't know what you would vote for, so we let's pull this out of out of what you saw. And it was it was kind of fun because they they picked out on details and connected them to the gospel that I would have never picked out. Like uh, the junior high watched uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse, and they connected with a character um, that connected with sin in their minds. And I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. My mind didn't go there. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of fun to get them thinking critically. And when I got home, I also nerded out about that too. Because <laughs> I got <laughs> to be a nerd about Spider-Man and Jesus at the same time. Ooh, so what did you better. make? Why did you make pesto today? To bring it to the podcast last eat it? I should have. That would have been awesome. Apparently. Then there would be an excuse for why the room smelled <laughs> like it. <laughs> and we wouldn't all be blaming you? I know. Just Plus, I want to be hangry. No, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm making everybody hungry. Sorry. No, I, I had pesto. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. So I did. is this a, like a family recipe or is it a yeah oh no it's on a box it's on a blog the the pesto's out of a jar yes it's jarred pesto it is not free pesto because traditionally pesto is with pine nuts and Landon's allergic to nuts is it really mm -hmm. I don't or cashews which he's also allergic to I I honestly have no idea what pesto is made out of I know it's green it's usually (laughs) olive oil garlic basil parmesan what did I miss at all pine nuts apparently yeah well I don't know pine nuts so that's why it's not in there that's not what we asked or cashews or walnuts which my sister-in-law is allergic to so we just keep the nuts out of them I, yeah i guess i just never knew that nuts mm-hmm. were in that that's nuts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of nuts so um jesus went into the wilderness <laughs> yeah. wait we haven't nuts. we haven't Why asked how that? god's messing with you yet yeah mm-hmm. oh well he's throwing a bunch of numbers at me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the numbers mean something and mm-hmm. then i had to put them somewhere so they mean something else with progressively less sleep oh yeah <laughs> 
today, today I, I got to uh, today I got to uh, contact a um, investment investment advisor, and between the two of us, we figured out stuff because mm-hmm. he he went. I have no idea, and I went. I have no idea either, and so. But we need to know. Without giving you more detail about this person's life, right. I can't. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like wow, and it was fun because I, I I never get to talk to investment guys. Investment guys look at things very differently than I do because mm-hmm. I look at stuff after fact. <laughs> talk about nerds, investment guys. They're nerds. Yeah. What are you trying to say? Anywho, we love our investment. So guys. yeah, I can't say that. I, I would say that yeah, you know, it's messing me, messing with me in a way of um, IRS. I don't know why he invented it. He should okay. it away. It's kind of like the same vein as like my daughter going, "Why did God invent mosquitoes?" I have no idea. Why did God invent the IRS? I have no idea. To render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. So um, I had a perfect transition. Sorry. I, I ruined it. I can't talk about talk the wilderness about. and then the IRS at the same time. <laughs> nuts. Nuts. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of nuts. Um, so so Jesus went in the wilderness. And let's read about it. And then I have hmm. questions. Okay. Is that okay? Sure. We're going to read Luke 4, 1 through 13. Luke 4. I don't even know how to <laughs> say that. <laughs> All right. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the desert, where for 40 days days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in the in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor, for it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. So if you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it says, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Opportune time. time. We'll talk about that too. I like that word. (laughs) Opportune. Okay. So first question. Why do you always look at me when you're getting ready to ask a question? <laughs> All right, I'll look at you. Have the answers the, at the okay. googly eyes. As I go. Uh... Well, this what is this is probably the easiest question out of all of them. So what I like to do is I ask this question, and then I like to go through each temptation mm-hmm. and, and dissect it a little bit. I know the whole topic that we talked about on Sunday was talking to Jesus, mm-hmm. but let's let's dive into yeah. this a little bit because this is the beginning of Lent. It is, and uh, it's kind of based around this forty day thing, mm-hmm. and um, and get into a little bit of the forty years that the uh, Israelites got to wander around. Yeah, kind of connect the dots. Okay, so that's where that's where my brain is going. I don't know where you're going with it but is that okay <laughs> go for it so the question is uh why why i don't know that's i don't know jesus oh no. <laughs> why did jesus go into the desert what was the purpose so my first thought was starting like the beginning of a why did the chicken cross the road joke <laughs> <laughs> well i'll be honest every time i get a why did jesus question the answer is usually i, I don't know i'm not jesus very rarely does it expressly say like usually it's usually if there's something that it tells us jesus why jesus did it, it is in accordance with prophecy but that's not this yeah he just went into the wilderness I and mean, so i'm not sure if it was this gospel but all some of them will say with the story he was led by the spirit to the desert like that's that's the most we get what do you think what do you think god said hey you need to go and be tempted by, well, by the devil for 40 days right before 
this, Jesus is baptized. And in the baptism of Jesus for him, it is a, it is a, all right, it is, it's go time. Um, it is, this is the beginning of my, you know, ministry. And then as he's, as it's go time, then, I mean, yeah, Mark says, and immediately he was led by the spirit out into the wilderness and was tempted for, uh, and was in the wilderness for 40 days and was tempted. Um, and the story. that's the story <laughs> for Mark. Um, but he goes from, uh, from this and, and this, this time in the wilderness is really a time of preparation, uh, a time of preparation for what he was about to go do. Um, and so we do get this time of, of fasting and hunger and uh, his relying on the father to sustain him through this time. And then, and then we get these temptations and we see that because of that, um, because of his reliance on the father, because of his connection with the father, his conversations with the with the father, he's able to withstand temptation. Um, and then he's able to go and begin his ministry um, as he starts to call his disciples. So it's this, I wouldn't call it a pruning time for Jesus because you don't really need pruning, uh, but a, a, a time of preparation um, as he prepares to then go into his ministry. And, and in order for this preparation, because I'm assuming during a few days, he is being tempted not just three times, probably a bunch of times during that time. It's very likely, yeah. And this is probably the highlights. Yeah. Right? And it's not necessarily that these all happened boom, boom, boom. Like the movie. Like like the movie. <laughs> um, but depending on how you read it, some are this is at the end of the 40 days. Um, or you can read it as this: these happened throughout. throughout the 40 days. It makes more sense if they happen towards the end because he's hungry, um, which I love. That's one of my favorite phrases in all of the Bible. And he ate nothing during those days. And when they were ended, he was hungry. Thanks, Sherlock. Um, <laughs> well, okay. To bring that up, the first the first temptation that we read about is, hey, turn this thing into food. Yeah. And I, I can't help but see the parallel of the fall from a man eating something. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that that was the first temptation that we read about. Yeah, it, it was Satan saying, "Hey, well, it's it, this looks good. Use your free will. Well, and he he's already this. he's already did that once. In, in two, Satan, uh, yeah, with yeah, Eve yeah. And, and Adam saying, here, eat this. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty, and, and it worked well for him that time. Yeah. He succeeded. Yeah. Well, and and I guess the, I guess my question is is we look at this first temptation of, of the bread, and we make I, I made that connection. I don't know if that at you. There's many scholars out there that because I'm not an, I'm an idiot. So, but it was very telling to me. It was just like if this is the first thing they're talking about. He eat this because, and then Jesus then turns around and uses a, a Bible verse, mm-hmm. well, an Old Testament verse, like yeah. Deuteronomy, I don't know. It says, <laughs> it says yeah, I don't Oops, know. Oh, I'm wrong. My little footnotes. I feel like everything's from Deuteronomy. <laughs> it is. Deuteronomy 8. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, I think like two of these are from Deuteronomy and from another Deuteronomy. one's from... The other one's Deuteronomy. <laughs> oh, they all three are? Okay. <laughs> is it really? That's funny. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, it's it's funny. Moses. Yeah. Moses then needs to walk around the desert for 40 years. Yep. What what is all this parallel about? I'm just saying it's funny. Yeah. Well, and that's what so numbers mean things. Um and, and you don't want to go too deep into this, but if I remember um four um is earth. Um like the four corners of the earth. It's earthly created thing. Uh, and 10 is the number of completion and when you multiply things together, so it's the number of completion on on earth. Um and I'm just I I don't know if that's 100% accurate, but that's that's what I remember from I I mean I didn't look this up before I can't like I 
it. What? You didn't you didn't prep me on your on your question, and I'm not a numerologist. Um, but I believe like the completion of Earth. Um, or Earth. I don't know. I don't know. But but there's this that you have forty. I mean, and that's what um we get we get it rained. You know, for the flood, it rained forty days and forty nights. Yeah. I didn't um, bring that down. Yeah. And so there's there there is this number forty, and we see it with earthly things. We see it in the wilderness. We see it uh, on a boat, even though they were on the boat longer than forty days. But um, we see it in these the brokenness of creation, the wilderness, the the rain, the the flood. Um, and so we we do get a lot of these parallels because you're supposed to connect the dots between all of these things. That this was something significant. Yeah, these forty days, forty, and it was a time of years. preparation um, and a time of not being where you are or not 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 being that not being the final place, but it being a transition. You know, the for for Noah, it was a transition from this and everyone was evil to a new creation um even though it wasn't a new creation but it was this new to them creation i mean even a lot of biblical scholars will say probably before noah it was they they use a different word not pangea but it was like one continent and the floods broke things up um and that's why we have multiple continents so it is basically a new world for noah uh for the israelites they transition from slavery to the promised land um and for jesus he transitions from being a dude building stuff um to the kingdom of heaven. I mean, if you look back at Mark and he says this earlier, but, um, and even in some of this, the kingdom of heaven is now here. Um, and so we're, we're transitioning from old to new and that, that 40 days, that completion of creation or what, I, I don't know exactly if that's what that is, but that's a transition period to the new. Do you think that this, it's important to, for us to realize that when we read this, this is how Jesus was tempted and how he did it. It's not a, because when we, when we're tempted, we, we lean on him. There's, so there's a difference in scripture between descriptive and prescriptive texts. Descriptive are, it describes what happened. Prescriptive are, this is what you should do. Um, this is descriptive. This is descriptive. Now, we, you know, we used to love to wear those WWJD bracelets. Um, you know, what would Jesus do? The problem with that is Jesus is God and I'm not. Um, and so there are times where, what would Jesus do? Well, that's probably, it might be different than what I should do because I'm not God. I mean, what would Jesus do when his when his buddies are in a boat halfway across the lake? Fall asleep. He'll, no, no, no. <laughs> He's not in the boat. Oh. He's he's on the he's on the land, and his buddies are in the boat in the middle the of the lake. Um, oh, that one. <laughs> Jesus Jesus decides. You know, what, I'll just walk out to them. Yeah. Um, you know, if we just like, well, Jesus do he'd walk? Okay, I'll go walk out to him. Well, actually, and then I die. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, he was going to walk past them until they called out to him. He was just going to go to the other side. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what would Jesus do while driving a boat? He'd fall asleep at the wheel. Um, again, that's because because he was sitting in the place where he was driving the the boat. Um, so what would Jesus do doesn't always work for us. Now, it's not to say that Jesus knew that, that because it's not to say that we should necessarily do it differently because Jesus did it that way. Um, I, it, it's good that he knew scripture and was able to combat temptation with scripture. Um, but this is not saying the best thing that you can do is, uh, or, or what you should do is you should go on a 40 day fast and then go hang out with Satan. And then try to out scripture Satan. <laughs> yeah. Cause Satan knows the scriptures really well. Uh, really well. Yeah. I mean, probably better than we do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. Which is the reason why, because it's very interesting that Jesus said, can't live on bread alone. A lot of people call the word the bread of life parallels again. I'm just saying we can't live on bread alone. We have the word, yep. but we also need to have the faith and we have community and all these. Yes. Yeah. So it's not just, I'm just one of the, because it is, it is one of those things you, you read and go, oh, well, I just need to. It's just me and Jesus. I just need to out, 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 what out, out Bible <laughs> battle. <laughs> 
Satan. Well, and that kind of that's kind of what I was thinking about with the, the fiddle thing. You know? Yeah, it's just like, well, I'll just have to get a fiddle and just mm-hmm. you know go down to Georgia. And- so um, a, a few no- years ago, um, I did interim youth stuff at Christ in Lincoln, uh, Christ Lutheran in Lincoln, Christ Lincoln, a Lutheran ministry, um, <laughs> and uh, I I led a group of middle schoolers to Dare to Share. Now, Dare to Share is something that's you know it's basically for middle schoolers to encourage them to be bold enough to share their faith. And I still remember one of those main sessions. Um, there was this battle between Satan. Like yeah, it was a drama uh, between Satan and a middle schooler. Um, and early on, um, it was middle schooler reading a, bi- reading a part of a Bible verse and Satan saying, finish the verse. Um, and then it went like it went from gospel to law. And, and so it was like every time, you know, Satan kept saying, finish the verse, finish the verse. And, and he knew that scripture really well and it always like left that middle schooler sad um or alone or whatever uh, but by the end of the i mean it was i think it was the next day then they had this drama again and it was satan you know quoting these bible um passages and then the middle schooler knowing the rest of the bible verse and telling satan finish the verse and so like one that i can think of and um and honestly i didn't i grew up knowing romans 3:23 for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god that's not the end of the verse but that's all i grew up knowing knowing um, and are justified by, and I don't, I still don't know it well enough because I'm just so used to, you know, Romans 3.23, for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. Like, that's what I grew up learning. Um, but that's where that finish the verse um, is going to finish the verse. So there was, there was a song that I grew up and that was where, that was where the verse ended too and that. Yeah. And are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. Like, so there is that benefit of knowing yeah. the scripture. Um, you know what? Just memorize the whole Bible. Yeah, just, there you go. Just do it. Yes. <laughs> Memorize the whole Bible and know the word mm-hmm. and understand and, and yeah. study it and, and, and comprehend it and, and yes. impregnate, impregnate your life with it. That's a weird way of putting it. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, but make it part of your life. Yeah. But you can't live on bread alone. Mm-hmm. You, you still need to have faith and community and all these other things. Right. Well, it's, because, you know, it's tongue in cheek. It would be awesome if we could memorize the Bible word for word. But humanly, that's highly unlikely. But Satan knows every single bit of text in Scripture. Yeah, well, it, it said, it said, it said, it said yeah. that. The, the demons know the word, yeah. but, and he know, they know what it says. Yeah, and so and shudders. I mean, that is Satan was created before, from what we can indicate, before humans were. So, like, it's he's been around, and not only does he know scripture, he was he would have been present when all that is in scripture was occurring. It's not just to know it and see it and read it. It's it's to rely on it as as your source of hope. And Satan's biggest flaw for himself was he relied on himself and wanted to put himself as number one. So you can know the words, but if it's not going to affect your life, it'll do you no good. Yeah. Okay, so the second temptation shows them all the kingdoms of the earth instantaneously, which is fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. A- across time and space, I believe. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing like ancient Egypt, ancient Rome, and like New York City all at once. But we, I, I think we can imagine what that would look like because we've seen things like that in movies. Yeah. Like, um, well. go back 2,000 years and I don't think, I don't think when Jesus told Peter about this that Peter could like picture what yeah. that might look like. Well, one of the things that really stuck out to me was this whole thing is like uh, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me or something. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So but, Satan is essentially applying there that all the kingdoms of earth it was given to him well, in that. Maybe it's interpreted differently but I always took it as Satan is constantly called in the Bible a liar. Here he is lying again that about something he could offer that he never could which is his calling card. Yeah. Um. I, and I also this is again knowing your Bible well. 
Um, and I think it's in Matthew. I think it's better quote. The, the quote's better in Matthew. But um, all this will be yours if you would just bow down and worship me. Um, it's it's really easy to quote that and go, oh, if I just bow down and worship Jesus, I can have anything that I want. And then you realize, oh, wait, that was Satan that said that. Oh, uh, maybe maybe I should know my Bible a little better. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Lip, lips of verses. Yeah. The verse calendar. Verse calendar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the third listed in Matthew. Yeah. They, they changed the order. And I don't remember. Gibbs would tell you why that is. Um, I don't remember exactly why. Because Matthew was like, what was this? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're written for different audiences. Matthew is writing for Jewish audiences. Um, and so he's, um, and, and Luke is writing for um, scholarly, the learned um, audiences. Um, and so it's not necessarily that one got it right and one got it wrong. Um, but one is, uh, you know, this order is important for Matthew um, to go in this order. Um, and I don't remember why that is. I don't know. It, is. it is what it is. Yep. Then the third one goes top into the temple. Mm-hmm. It says, hey, take a plunge. And yeah. God will save they'll you. They'll catch you. They'll catch you. Yeah. And then God, and Jesus goes, well, don't put your Lord, your God to uh, yeah. the test. So again, prescriptive. Yeah. Um, this is, yeah, don't, one, don't jump off a building. building hoping that angels will catch you to prove that you are loved by Jesus. That's not going to work. Well, it's not just not just building. I mean, any yeah. kind of reckless, you know, I'm going to do If you this. love me, Jesus, you'll save me. But here's the, like, this is more of a, um, where, where Satan is playing to this one because if you read this you're like well what benefit does this give Jesus um, that he can prove that he can fly well that's but like the temple was the center of the city um, and so as the center of Jerusalem and Jerusalem is a city on the hill so like the pinnacle is the, the or the, the temple is the pinnacle of this major city um, and so if Jesus jumps off this and he's caught by angels and lowered to the ground everyone around him will see him and flock to him and know that he is special so so Satan's just you know, he, um, he's just saying, Hey, go for it. Start, you know, get everyone on your side now. Um, but Jesus knows that's not his timeline. Um, he has another. So after all those, I mean, after all those, Satan goes, Oh, okay. And just leaves forever. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh huh. Tell an opportune. Oh, opportune, (laughs) opportune time to be continued, which is interesting that it said that because it's not Satan just goes, Oh, okay. I guess you beat me. (laughs) Shucks. Shucks. But he's just like every other, you know, villain. Mm -hmm. I'll be back. Yeah. You haven't seen the last of me, yeah. Peter Pan. <laughs> you haven't seen the last of me, Peter Pan. As he's running down the water with the crocodile with the little... Yep, yep. That, that is exactly how that story went in the Bible. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. I'm sorry. I'm just yep. So, opportune time. Yeah. Which which I guess translates into when things... Are Whenever good. he darn well felt like it. <laughs> well, well, or when, yeah. when things are at his weakest or... Yep. or I mean, that that is actually more yeah. prescriptive because that's the way... Uh, Satan is in our lives when we are mm-hmm. at our weakest the opportune time is when his temptations are strongest correct or when when we're at our weakest or loneliest opportune time opportune time opportune. is that what all the other 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 gospels say Did they say I'll be back uh, Matthew or Matthew. Mark says nothing so it's well yeah. <laughs> Mark also I, just says you just so just so you know like the last couple of weeks you've just been really down on Mark I love Mark <laughs> no but he just like he gives two verses on the and the spirit led him into the wilderness and for 40 days he was tempted. Mark is sometimes, it's I mean, sometimes nicknamed the action gospel because 
just things happen. Like uh, the stories are really short and they move to the next one really quickly compared to the other three. Yeah. I, I call him the ADHD gospel um, because he jumps all over the place. But one of my favorite. So let's just let's give Mark his fair his fair shake. Um, Mark, uh, what's what word? And I don't know if this is actually the most time, but as Mark transitions from one thing to the next thing, you know what word gets used there all the time? Immediately. 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 And immediately he went and did this. Um, but what's interesting, do you remember, um, I'm sure I've talked with you about this, Stacey, um, the King James Version used a very different word. Thusly? No. Because oh. when you were nerding out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ah. Uh -huh. It uses the word straightways, like straight away. And straight away he went and did this. And straight away he went and did that. Um, Mark's gospel starts with, um, read it. Read the first three verses, Stacy. The beginning of the gospel about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Make what? Straight paths. Straight ways? Straight ways, I guess. Oh, so this messenger is coming to make straight ways. So you're saying we should all read the King James Bible. And Jesus <laughs> is, no, it's not. The best but, interpretation. But Jesus is straight away. He's making straight ways. He's doing these things. He's making paths straight. Immediately. Immediately. Wow. Straight away. I love Mark. He's my favorite. It's He's my favorite gospel writer. Um, Which is weird because every time we talk about it, you're like, well, Mark just says this. I, because he's just so say blunt it. about it. Yeah, it's wait, very wait. immediate. Like Short tweet to the point. Like Mark, you mean straight away. He just gets it straight away. I, I love I, I, even this little bit here. He was led by the spirit into the desert and was tempted for 40 days. And immediately, we're on to the next story. Yep. Like, Well, you forgot. And immediately, he was led by the spirit. Uh, um, this Okay, see, so the see, spirit. I need to work on memorizing scripture. It's two two verses again. Mark 1, 12 to 13. The spirit immediately, straight away, drove him out into the wilderness. And he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild animals and the angels were min uh, ministering him. Oh, it doesn't. And then it says, now after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God, saying the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Who is Mark's audience? Uh, the ADD crowd. <laughs> if, if my history knowledge serves me right, Mark is the oldest recorded gospel of the four. So he had, I, I don't know. Do we know if the other gospel writers knew of each other's gospels? You're going to get, no, we're not, we're not Aww. having that conversation. I want to nerd out. <laughs> but the problem is it's not, that's not a nerd out. That is a, we've got all these people who want to try and prove why the gospels are wrong. And so they'll like say like, oh, everybody copied Mark because of blah. Like honest, probably it's very likely that yes, Mark was the first written and the, his whole goal was to get this down as quickly as possible so that people could hear the story. And that's why it jumps from one thing to the next. It's just, well, here's the bullet really points. It's really like here, we're not getting into the details that you might get caught up on. It's, no. This is what Jesus did. And here's the main big picture. Here's what you need to know. And then yeah. the others kind of expound on that. But. Yeah. Um, and so he's just like, let's get there. And yeah, then the others kind of now. This is how you would write. Mark is how you would write. Absolutely. <laughs> Mark is my sermon. Like if, 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 if uh, Greg is Matthew and I'm Luke and I'm very and, much Luke. Yeah. And Pastor Hoyer is John. I'm Paul. Um, <laughs> you have a lot to say. I'm Mark. 
I'm sorry. I thought it was funny. I, and actually, it, it fits you, Paul. You have a lot to say, and you're just going to say it. Um, yeah. I thought you were closer to... Uh, Saul. So, no, Solomon. <laughs> I thought it was closer to Solomon, because... I'm so wise. I'm so wise. I do when, have the gray hair, when, is what it says. It, it reminds me of... Uh, I forget what, what book it is, but we're Solomon. When any of us is dealing with something we're caught in our own heads Hevel. about... Yeah, 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 Paul, yeah. Paul's Hevel. advice will sometimes be... Will be in the end, it doesn't matter. In the end, <laughs> in the end it, doesn't, it matter. doesn't even matter. That one, yes. Uh, now we're, Park, yes, now we're gonna have to we're gonna have to monetize or we're gonna we're gonna no, get. We didn't use no, the I wasn't close enough that it this is karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're getting a comment. Uh oh. <laughs> you just said something that's copyrighted. Hello, commenter. Thank you it, for it tuning in. It was your in. wife, and she said, and I am Paul. With that little hand, I'll, I'll just bring it up so you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it was funny. It was good. I, I really appreciated it. Yeah. For no. people on the podcast that can't see, there was a little face with a hand slap on it. <laughs> I, I'm very familiar with that in my own household. Yeah. I get that a lot. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I was just, I was looking at these temptations and I was looking at, um, of course, the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Um, and going, okay, so this is Jesus being tempted. And what are we supposed to take away from this? Why did he go there? What is the what is the reason why this is such an important part? And the fact is, is that because it, the Lenten season is kind of based around this. Mm-hmm. And this is, to me, Lenten season is when I notice a lot of people get a little bit more invested in, in mm-hmm. church or a little bit more, I don't know. It, Aware is, of behavior, maybe. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess I just... And, and that season sure. really does become this season of preparation, um, but it also comes a season becomes a season of transition, right? Um, Lent is... So um, Lent is that 40 days that leads us to the death and resurrection of Jesus. It leads us into that we are a new creation um, created uh, in Christ. Uh, and so just like the 40 days uh, of Noah, and of the 40 years of the Israelites and the 40 days of Jesus, we are trans transplanted, you know, we're, we're moved into a new creation, into into new life through this 40, these 40 days of um, of Lent. And, and and really the, the main focus of Lent is it reminds me each and every day of my need for Jesus, right? And so that's why a lot of people will fast, not, not to because, well, Jesus fasted, so I should fast, but that fasting, the goal of that fasting is not to get healthy um, it's not to like, I should remove chocolate from my life or I should remove soda from my life or I should not eat because that's a help because I can become a healthier person. The goal of, of, of fasting is to say, I'm going to remove this thing that I rely on for my sustenance. And maybe it is chocolate. Maybe it is pop. Maybe it is fast food. Maybe it is food in general. Um, and in its place, I'm going to put Jesus um, and I'm going to let him be my sustenance. Um, and so, right, it, it's not like... For me, I, at times in the past, I've said, well, this year I'm going to take Facebook and Twitter off of my phone for Lent. And then I'll find something else to do on my phone when I would be on Facebook or Twitter. I'll find a game or something or or I'll watch TV instead of, you know, it, it's not replacing that with Jesus. It's just finding some other distraction from Jesus. Um, but then I get through the end and I'm like, woohoo, I did it. Look at me. I'm awesome. No, that's not the point. Um, the point is I can't do it um, well, but also the point is I need Jesus. Um, and I need him to be my sustenance. Um, and then I need to, I 
get to celebrate when that fast is over. Not because now I've got Twitter and Facebook back or I've got chocolate back or I've got pop back. Um, but I, I celebrate because in the midst of my brokenness, Jesus died and rose for me. Um, and it's not about what I do. Um, but throughout this season, I've been reminded of my need for him. And in, then in this Easter season, I'm shown what he has done for me and how he has filled that need. So that's what I, lo- I like. I know I've talked to a number of members who hate that we don't say um, the the A word in worship. A. <laughs> what is it? Hallelujah. Ah. You can't say that during Lent. Oh. And, and there's, there's certain in the traditional services, there are certain um, canticles that we don't sing. Like be- the one we sang on Ash Wednesday. Like the one that we sang on Ash Wednesday. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if you noticed his yeah, face, but I, he was like. So they, they start in the early service on Sunday. They started, the, the slides hadn't been adjusted to take that part out. And so the congregation what? started singing and, and Greg just got up and started reading the next part instead. Uh, it was pretty cool. I missed that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the reason for that is not because. I wouldn't even know. Not because we can't celebrate that Christ is risen even in the Lenten season, but because refraining from that reminds us of our need for Jesus and helps us to celebrate that even more on Easter uh, and throughout the Easter season. Um, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. My problem with, I feel like it is uh, placating and I feel like people do these things and they and they just like, oh, I do it for 40 days and then they, for the rest of the year, they're just like, whatever. Feel better about it. You're right. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it drives me crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, if you're going to, if you're going to do that, then, then do that. If As Greg was talking about on Sunday, if you're going to talk to Jesus, it's not just during Lent because you replaced Facebook with it. Yeah. It, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. you, you're talking to Jesus all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's, and I think that is the reason why I look at some of these things and go. What, what Lent can, when done well, what Lent can be is that, is that reminder, I can actually focus on what is it that's distracting me from my time with Jesus? Um, what is it that's distracting me from putting my trust to, to take care of me in Jesus? Um, I can, I, 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 I can get behind the reflection yeah. part of it. It's the, I'm going to do this now because this is when the time of year that I do this. And other than that, I'm going to give up salt because salt is bad for me and therefore I'm going to replace it with Jesus. Oh, by the way, after 40 days, I'm getting back to salt and, you know, Jesus is good. He's still there. You know, it's just like, well, I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it. Why are you doing this? I think there's a fine line with any tradition that we do uh, when it comes to our faith um, in that if it becomes, I have I have to read my Bible today because it's a good thing. And you know, if it becomes just because I got to do this, and, you know, that's, if you're doing it just for, for tradition's sake, God will still work through through means of scripture. But ultimately we're called to rely on him in these areas. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I get it. I get tradition. Because mm-hmm. even God says every year, I mean, for Passover, every year you'll remember. do this to remember. Yeah. yeah. Because he wants, he wanted the Israelite people to remember that he is the God he delivered them from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't. But they, yeah. they, you know, because, <laughs> but I, I, I get it. It's not like God's like, well, don't ever yep. celebrate or not celebrate, but remember these things. He didn't say, he wants us to remember this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that. I'm saying there it's it's hypocritical of us to go, well, this is the only time of year that I'm going to have to do this. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. Um, It should lead us to want to live differently. Be like, oh, this was good. I actually could, you know, you know, instead of spending hours a day on social media, spending time with Jesus was better for me. And so going back to, you know, go, getting to Easter doesn't mean, hooray, I'm done with Jesus now. Um, <laughs> I'm done with Jesus now. Uh, it means... I graduated church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
That's another just, conversation. Which is why confirmation on, in a lot of churches is on... Um, Graduation weekend. No, on Palm Sunday weekend, so that maybe they'll come back the next week or Easter. Um, but uh, um, it, it's not this, yay, I graduate, or I, you know, yay, I'm done with Jesus now that Lent is over. It is a, this has helped me focus on Jesus and my need for him so that the celebration can be even that much greater. Um, the reunion, and reunion is probably not the right word, but the um, just that now I now that I get to celebrate that he is risen um, rather than watching him walk this road to the cross now I can celebrate that he is risen um, yes I could have done that the week before um, but just the same with like our birthdays like yes I could celebrate my birthday whatever day I want to um, but there's something special about my birthday yes I get that and I'm not with you we do it poorly well, as, in America say, especially but yeah. everywhere we do it poorly because we make it about us mm-hmm. yes thank you that is kind of what I was just yeah. like well look at what I can do oh yeah well that's why like I, I really think that one of the first text texts of of Lent should be um, Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount when he says and when you fast don't fast like the hypocrites who stand on the street corners and want people to or, or and you know, wear sackcloth and ashes or what I don't remember exactly how he says it but basically don't make a big show of it go about your life like nothing's changed um, but you know in your heart you're doing something different yes that actually summed it up wonderfully I, I guess because I, I have a hard time because I do have I do push back a little bit when somebody goes well you're not supposed to say the said the A word I yeah. just like yeah. could be the H word depending Hallelujah. well I'm just saying it's just like <gasps> how dare yeah. well I'm just saying I was like okay I'm condemned I'm mean, I mean like alright I mean yeah. I just I just why right and that's yeah are we just doing it because yeah that's why and it yeah. really sums it up in that yeah. fasting well, and I love you know we, we you referenced the Passover as a tradition not only if if you read how the Passover ceremony the, the Seder was to be conducted there were roles for the children of the house and at certain points it was almost like a script at some point i believe it was certain children and particularly the youngest who would, was directed to ask why are we doing this and every year it would be explained we are doing this because we were once slaves but the lord set us free it was it was always there as a reminder and I, I, oh, go ahead. and it was also a look forward it was a reminder with a promise um because there would be that cup that was set the cup of remembrance but that cup was never i think it was a cup of remembrance but it was never no one ever drank from that cup um until jesus on the night that he was betrayed um took the cup and when he had blessed it he gave it to them now depending he it doesn't say that he took that cup yeah um but that seems to be likely that he would have done that um so i'm starting to nerd out a little bit here again so here's a question that you could cut me off on but when he prays in the garden of gethsemane take this cup from me would he be referencing i don't know uh, there you go yeah. <laughs> nerd out session interesting we talked about all the little parallels between yeah. everything that's yeah. interesting my weird my weird uh, thing in the midst of that is as jesus says take and eat this is my body take and drink this is my blood he hasn't died yet um and so like we talk about it as you know the the dead you know the crucified and risen jesus but he's talking to these people as the not crucified nor risen jesus um but he told them three times already what was going to happen i know <laughs> but was it still his because he is you know he can he's also gotten and outside of time and space but he was in temporal uh body i don't know <laughs> 
um, how was that his body and blood if he hadn't died? That's the one that I'm like, I don't know. Okay, Stace, you want to say something? No. Get us off the nerd well, train. we were just talking about the cup, and I'll have to go back and read the commentary on this, because I know there was a long discussion about last week in Matthew 20, um, when... You say last week, talking well, about your Bible, Bible study. study. Sorry, not okay. here on podcast. In my Bible study, we read about um, uh, the, son, the sons, sons of, of Zebedee's mom. Yeah. Please let my son sit at your right and left hand. And he said, Jesus says, can you drink the cup that I'm going to drink? Back to the cup. And it was about like the sacrifice and the fulfillment of all of that. So maybe that's related to yep. There's a long discussion in the commentary. And- well, I'm sure. I mean, the I've, I've, I have a book of, I haven't read it. I need to read it. But I have, I do have a uh, discussion book about the parallels between, or the connections between Passover and Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I would really like to get into that at time. But yeah, well, he came to fulfill all of that. So yeah. there's a yeah. lot of that symbolism. Symbolism. That we don't really yeah. understand because we didn't grow up in that Jewish right. tradition yeah. that the Jewish people should have recognized yeah. and understood. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what kind of what I, I think I got it from. Um, Jews for Jesus. Is that who came maybe seven years ago? It's very possible. Yeah. I think that they had the book there when uh, I think they came and talked. Okay. I picked the book up then. And I think he actually spoke. The guy who came to speak was spoke about that. Mm-hmm. And so it's very interesting. Anyways, um, we, it, we're at an hour. So I just, <laughs> we could probably talk about this many, yeah. many moons. But um, podcast, extra innings. <laughs> I, we'll have to talk about it at a more opportune time. Oh, <laughs> nice wrap up. So, um, anyways, it was a good discussion. I'm yeah. assuming that uh, one of you three will pray. <laughs> Casey, would you like to talk to him? Yes. I will talk to Jesus for all of us. Gracious God, uh, thank you so much for opening the pathway of prayer so that we can talk to you, even though uh, we don't deserve it by any means. Uh, but thank you so much that we get to talk to you so openly. Uh, and thank you for taking on Satan on our behalf to, to show us how we can withstand temptation. Lord, when when we're found at our most opportune times to be tempted, our, our loneliest, give us the strength through your power to stand against those temptations and to rely on you in our darkest moments and also in, in our brightest ones. As we go through the season of Lent, help us be ever mindful that the stuff around us isn't what we're called to rely on, but you and you alone. It is in your name we pray. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. So, so next week, yep. same bat time, same bat place. Uh, Will you be back? Uh, I, sh- I, th- back I should currently? be, yeah. I'll be at a conference Monday and Tuesday, but it should be back by, I'll be done by three, I think, on Tuesday. Sweet. It's we, a long uh, drive. I might just drive right here. It's fine. Bring, That's fine. Bring some pesto, fine. Bring some pesto yeah. with you. Cook something without any aromas. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It smells like a Subway sandwich in here. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> I might stop at Subway then on my way home tomorrow or next week. Eat your Subway sandwich in here. Well, you know. So, uh, we good? Yeah. Anything else going on? Uh, plant sale started today. Oh, yeah. oh um, I saw that on my table. Yeah. <laughs> that means, you know what that means, Paul? More plants. Y'all are getting more plants in your house. We still have them from last year. Have you that's, seen? That's have you how seen great our, these plants are. And you your seen, wife is good with plants. Yeah. Have you seen our wandering Jews? They're everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're not looking at me like. <laughs> no, I know. Talking about um, Passover. I was gonna say like <laughs> that that fit well. Um, but yeah, those, those are, you don't know that's a type of plant. Yep. Oh, by the way, I do have the camera set up there. there she is. So Miss Lacey is um at we've got a school um, um what's next it? week. Casey, tell me about it because I can't remember. The the name of it i don't remember the name of it jen ed no. society so jen i don't know yeah. jen but society it, jen and society i don't know it's essentially uh internet safety particularly for parents to help not only train their kids in internet safety but what to watch out for what they might not be aware yep. of 
And so we've got parents are the, this place is coming and talking to parents. Smart Gen Society. There Thanks, Tara. Yeah. Um, they're talking with parents today. Um, they'll they'll be at our school tomorrow to talk to our students and then our staff tomorrow afternoon. So. Don't get on the internet. That's what they're going to say. So make good choices on the internet like watching, like watching. podcasts. Yeah. This podcast. Yes. Yeah. Just this, this one. one. And then leave. Yep. And then fast from the rest of technology. Yep. <laughs> oh, on that note, we good? Uh, yeah. Go team. Yeah. yeah. Go Jesus. Thanks for joining us this week. We pray that the Holy Spirit has used this time to focus you in on the one thing that you can practice this week as you live out your faith in your family and in your community. If you found this helpful, feel free to share it with a friend. If you would like to support the work that God is doing through Trinity Fremont, you can text a donation to 1-844-353-5782 or you can give online at www.trinityfremont.com slash donate.